Welcome to What's That About? Today we're talking about lie detectors. Or are we? We are. So, Luke, do you remember a TV show, it would have been from the late 90s or early 2000s, called Moment of Truth? Uh, I've never heard of it. Okay, so this, it's a pretty trashy TV show. I think in the US it was hosted by Jerry Springer. But they would basically, people would come in, I guess they're volunteering, um, and they have an opportunity to win money if they answer questions truthfully. So, they're hooked up to a lie detector. Ooh. They get asked personal questions. Um, so, that, for instance, $10,000 if you answer this question. So they'll answer it, and then a lie detector will analyze their answer and say if it's true or false. If it's true, they win the money. If it's false, they're they're out. So what Uh, kind of questions do they ask? Well, I think let's just crack straight into it. I'm going to throw to a clip. We don't throw to many clips. This is an audio, a little audio clip you've you've pre-prepared. A little snippet. I'm going to pop it in. Have a listen. Question 17. Since you have been married... Have you had sexual relations with a man other than your husband in your own bedroom? This is this is a crusher of a question, Shannon. <laughs> I know. I'll be frank with you. I wish to hell you'd have stopped. Mm-hmm. I need your answer. The answer is yes. That answer is... True. Whoa, that is a classy bit of television. That was as good as it gets. (laughs) Jesus. Um, It's a high risk... uh, The decision to go on that show is a high risk endeavor. It absolutely is. I don't know why you would do it because it always... I watched a couple of episodes on YouTube. There's a bunch of episodes there if you're interested. Never ends well. <laughs> never you, never, ends. you never have the, do you love your husband and haven't slept with anyone? Yes. Like, you know, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> but moving onwards, I think we should do a little bit of moment of truth right here on What's That About? Ooh. And uh, I'm going to put the suspenseful music on now. And I'm the contestant? You're the contestant. Bring it on. Luke, are you afraid of moths? <laughs> yes. That answer is true. Have you ever been pinched on the derriere by an old lady in a bookstore? Yes. That answer is True. And did you enjoy it? No. That answer is... False. What's up? There you go. There, that's a, that, I'm not going to go on with any more questions. Okay. 
<laughs> couple of callbacks to previous episodes. That's going to be worth all the time in the edit. It's going to take you to bring that together. <laughs> in my head, that little segment was going to be an absolute goldmine. I could tell from the first question, this is a mistake. This, this is, is not mistake. good. <laughs> the best thing is for those listening at home, we did all of that without the actual audio in place. So that was just a series <laughs> of awkward silences that we're going to be patted out later. <laughs> now, I'm interested in this lie detecting topic and your thoughts on it, Don, because you're a bit of a liar from way back. No, I'm not. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm a liar from way back? Ah, oh, big time. Big lie. Do you remember that time that you claimed that you found $2 up the street <laughs> and then coincidentally our brother lost $2 at the exact same time yeah. and then when you were put under the interrogation from mum and dad you said no 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 I just uh, I found that $2 up the road at Bob's place who was a yes. guy that lived about <laughs> 20 houses up the street from us yeah I do remember that and I was lying <laughs> I gotta li- I, little Lukey I gotta live with that so <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up in a public forum. Bob's been slandered as well. <laughs> you brought Bob into it unfairly. <laughs> you brought Bob in. He doesn't want to be involved. At the time, do you think that your breathing rate, your pulse rate, your blood pressure, your perspiration, were they mm. going off the off the off the radar? Through the roof at that point. <laughs> if I if I was actually hooked up to a lie detector, I think it would have it would hit some crazy sound effect. Boing! Smoke would start coming out. I would break the machine. So a spring would come out of nowhere. <laughs> so when you came to this topic, I'm presuming you were just in a state of constant, you know, hypervigilance about this uh, backstory of yours. <laughs> hit, us, hit us up with a bit of a Don's definition to, to lay the groundwork here. I'd love to, Luke. So, as we all know, lie detector or polygraph is a device or procedure that measures and records several physiological indicators such as blood pressure, pulse, respiration and skin conductivity while a person is asked um, and answers a series of questions. Did you know that polygraph technicians hate the term lie detector? You'll, you'll never catch them using the term lie detector. They always say polygraph. Because it makes them sound smarter. Makes them sound like a doctor. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely what's going on. It's a polygraph technician. Polygraph technician. Correct? And they yeah. don't like lie detectors because they'll say a uh, polygraph doesn't detect lies. It just detect detects the physiological uh, stress response, which is associated with untruths. So, it's a little bit of a distinction they draw there. Yeah. So, as you mentioned, the belief is that, that the person telling a lie will produce physiological symptoms or responses that can be differentiated from those associated with non-deceptive answers. Yeah, so the general process is I'll ask the person a few kind of standard questions like, is this your name? Is this the year you were born? Is this your mother's name? So they they get a profile of how their physiology responds to truthful answers. And then they'll ask them some more pointed questions and see, does their physiology change to those trickier questions to indicate that they're under stress and therefore lying? That's kind of the basic idea, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Um, It was invented in 1906 by a guy called Sir James McKenzie, but the modern polygraph machine has been claimed by two people, either John Larson, who's a cop, or William Marsden, a psychologist. So one of them's lying. I think we need need a polygraph to to figure it out. Delicious. (laughs) That is very delicious. I I also read that that William Marsden guy 
was also yeah. the inventor of Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah, he came up with the character Wonder Woman. And you notice that Wonder Woman has a golden lasso, which gets people to tell the truth when they're trapped in it. That's <laughs> interesting. I did not read that at all. He's a truth buff. Case, he's a truth buff, that guy. He's already got something under the belt. Let John Larson have the, uh, <laughs> have the lie detector. He's being greedy. <laughs> I'll take Wonder Woman. You have the lie detector. Everyone goes yeah. home a winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman is probably the one you'd want. I've read the lie detector. Oh, I would take the lie detector. Did you know that the Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman used to have an invisible plane? No. That was her mode, so of, just... her mode of transport was her sitting in a seated position going from A to B. And we were just meant to believe it was an invisible plane. So the plane was invisible, but she was not invisible. Yes, that's right. So she was just sitting there up in the sky. Sitting in the sky in the seated <laughs> position with her hands in the controller um, position. <laughs> Let's talk about budget budget considerations. We can't that afford a plane. <laughs> Just pretend there's no plane. Uh, that's hilarious. I can. It was a comic book first, right? So the person just yeah. couldn't draw planes, obviously. <laughs> that makes even less sense, doesn't it? It's invisible. It's, yeah, I know. I haven't got time to finish this. Let's just say it's invisible. <laughs> One of the interesting things with uh, the way they ask those those kind of baseline questions versus... Uh, you know, the, the probing, are you lying questions is mm. often they'll throw in a second type of question, which is what they kind of call their lying baseline. So if, if I was to say to you, have you ever lied to your wife? Then truthfully, most like, you know, 100% of people would say yes to that because there at some point would have been a lie. Mm. So if the person answers, no, I've never lied to my wife, the polygraph technician knows that they're lying. So then they look at that physiological response. So then they have like the truthful baseline, the lying baseline, and then they have the actual interrogation questions. So if they look more like the lying baseline than the truthful baseline, it's another mm. way of teasing it all apart. Yeah, right. It doesn't sound scientific enough. Oh, it just seems... It's riddled. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was reading one little article about it and they were kind of saying... The whole basic idea that if you're lying, you have a physiological response to your lie has never been substantiated. It's never been um, kind of backed up. It's pretty un- unfounded that, you know, lots of people will lie and not have a response. And equally, all it's measuring is do you believe what you're saying, which is very different from are you lying or telling the truth? Well, there is that classic Seinfeld line. And I'm going to throw to another clip here. Strap yourself in, Luke. Here we go. You've gone clip clip cutting crazy tonight. <laughs> I have. Here we go. Jerry, just remember, it's not a lie if you believe it. I reckon I use that line at least once a week. It's such a good line. <laughs> it is good. It's one of the great Seinfeld. There's so many to choose from. The other one that's similar is in Curb Your Enthusiasm and Larry David to see if someone's lying when he gets up really close to check for those little micro expressions that indicate that someone's lying. Yeah. <laughs> the clarinet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so good. You better put you better put that audio in as well. Just put that audio in as well. Okay, Luke, so we know what it is, we know what they're measuring. Does it actually work? Yeah, this is, I guess, the fundamental question is, are their claims actually, do they hold up to the evidence? Because people, like the big polygraph gurus claim about a 90% accuracy. 
But in 2002, there was an independent review done by the National Research Council that found about a 65% accuracy rate. So the, the general conclusion was, you know, it's, they're, they're better at detecting lies than chance, not tossing a coin, but they're far from perfect. And for that reason, they're considered not to be reputable scientifically because there's just too much error in the, in the machine. Operator bias as well. There's no, it, there's a lot riding on the uh, technician. Yeah, that's right. It's very subjective. And even from the perspective of the person taking the test, if you're innocent of a crime and you're on a lie detector, it's a very high stakes interview. Like you are going to be nervous and have a, as a physiological response. If someone's accusing you of doing something that you didn't do, you're going to have a bodily reaction to that. That's right. Now I was reading a few psychological articles and once again, the term arousal came up. <laughs> now, regular listeners will realize every time I read something like a psychological article, once again, arousal is mentioned every second word. Psychologists are a bunch of hornbags. That's what I've decided. <laughs> hornbags. I was, at a, I was at a little conference thing a little while ago and someone was nervous before uh, their presentation and yeah. because they didn't want to say nervous because that's kind of a negative interpretation, they they tried to reframe it as, I'm not nervous, I'm just very aroused about my presentation. <laughs> but they, did, they didn't do it with any hint of comedy. It was just a really? very serious reframe. <laughs> the interesting thing about the, um, you know, you're, kind of, you're, being, you're being put under the spotlight so you're going to be nervous about it. Yeah. Do you find, and this this could just be me, but when I'm driving along the road and I get pulled over for a breathalyzer, yeah. Even if I haven't had a drink for weeks, I am packing it. Like I'm, I'm when I'm blowing into that little um thing they get you to blow into, yeah. genuinely worried about what the result's going to be, just in case I had a drink while I was sleeping and I didn't realize it. Or yeah, me too. I, I just freak out. I don't know why. Same here. But I, then I try and how cool do you try and act when they uh, speak to you? I'm making conversation. Too much so. I probably look a bit suspicious. No, I'm the, I'm the opposite. It's like I'm going to the soup Nazi. I'm just like, where would you like me to blow, officer? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's a fairly similar dynamic, I reckon. So not many countries really rely on polygraphs in court. The US is mad for it, but it's not really used anywhere else. Did you read that? I... I read that as a general rule, it's not admissible as evidence. I, I read that only one state in the US, I think it was New Mexico, is it admissible as evidence unless all the parties involved agree that it's that it's going to be allowed. Right. Um, and I think so like criminal cases, it's, it's more of a definitely no, whereas civil cases, you know, there's a little bit more leeway about using it. But because it's a yeah. little bit of a you're rolling the dice, I think people are pretty reluctant to use it. Yeah, the Supreme Court actually did like an inquest into it and found out, as you mentioned previously, it was a little better than could be obtained by the toss of a coin, is what, what they stated. So, quick question. How do you sort out arguments with your kids? Because I pulled out the coin the other day thinking I was a genius. This is going to sort out all their petty arguments. Flip the coin. You can't argue with the results. Um, and they basically had a bigger argument about who got to be heads and who got to be tails. It was, uh, <laughs> it's made things worse. <laughs> made things worse. It was annoying. <laughs> I have the, a similar but different problem in that I'll do the toss of the coin and I'm like, so your heads and your tails. Agree? Yes. 
So this is fair? Yes. So if it goes on heads, you get it. If it goes on tails, you get it. Fair? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, fair? Yes, yes. Fair? Yep. Toss the coin. Okay, you get it. The other one blows up. <laughs> exactly. You've just, <laughs> you've just described my life. That's it's what it is. Um, back, back on topic. Yeah. So I guess the other really common question is, can you beat a lie detector? Did you look, look into that? I did, yeah. So the explanation that I read was extremely simple, but they said there's two good ways to beat the test. One is to just be completely relaxed no matter what you're asked, which most people cannot do, particularly if you're lying. <laughs> That's like the most ridiculous advice yeah. of all time. This is what they said. Just chill out, man. The other one was to be completely distraught throughout the entire test, but that would involve... I read one thing about a guy who had a tack in his shoe mm. and he basically... Every question he asked, he would basically put his toe on the tack. So he had that uh, distraught or anxiety or that kind of physical response yeah. to every question to make it kind of void the whole thing. That's interesting. And that's that's pretty much a very practical like idea of something I read that they said the best way to beat it is not to try and reduce your response to your lie, but to increase your response to every question so you're having that physiological yeah. response to your honest ones and your lies. It's it's going to be easier than to try and just reduce it for the lies. So obviously, as you say, the lie detector came about in the early 1900s. But there's kind of a, a pretty humorous backstory of all the ways over time that we've tried to pick up who's telling the truth and who's lying. Mm. So I think like back in the day, they had the water test, which was they would throw people into large bodies of water. And if you sank, you were considered innocent and if you floated, you were considered like a guilty liar. So like, as in sank and died? Is that yep, sank and died. <laughs> what happens? If you die, you're telling the truth. So you're either a dead truth teller or a live liar. There's no winner there. There is no winner. That's crazy. Wouldn't it switch? Like if you're going to float and live, you're telling the truth. You're a good guy. If you sink, that's punishment. That, that's too sensible. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the other one in medieval Europe was they apparently honest people, um, they believe, were able to submerge their arm in boiling water for longer than liars. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just imagine, I reckon if we were running that experiment, we would submerge the person's arm in the boiling water. It would be in there for a certain period of time and they would come out and we'd be like, I'm not sure if that was too long or too short. Where's, where's our cutoff? Where's, where's the cutoff for, <laughs> for truth versus liar? Let's, let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it again. Retest. <laughs> Uh, that's madness, complete madness. <laughs> the other area I found a little bit interesting was kind of alternatives to the polygraph. Did you look into those? Uh, no. Probably the most, there's a few of them, but I won't, I won't bore you with the details. One of them that was quite interesting. Have you seen the, the latest season of Making a Murderer? Uh, I have, yes. The One of those, I read an article about the brain fingerprinting that they used in that series. What was that? I can't remember. It's interesting. They so a lot, a lot of the, the 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 approaches beyond the polygraph are trying to get <laughs> You're a bit porky pig there. <laughs> a little yip 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 Let's I'm gonna let's just throw a replay in just a look in that sentence. <laughs> so a lot, a lot of the 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 approaches beyond the there you go. <laughs> All right, Porky, on you go. Now, can you get some audio of Porky Pig to compare? We've got, we've got to match yeah. these up. <laughs> okay, let's do it. That's all, folks. Very similar. Very similar. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right. 
Go on. So lots of the new new tests are trying to get inside the brain so it's less subjective. So they're trying to get into the brain to see is there a predictable kind of response in certain areas of the brain lighting up when someone lies. And usually the problem is there's no specificity. So there's no pit, bit of the brain that's associated with lying. So it's, it just lights up, you know, general decision-making areas and whatnot. But brain fingerprinting, they've isolated it to what they call the P300 um, brainwave. And when you're presented with information which is familiar and significant, this brainwave goes off. And if it's unfamiliar, it doesn't go off. So what they've been doing is trying to show people under interrogation information or scenes from... <laughs> you lost it again. <laughs> What are you laughing at? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> let, let me finish this. <laughs> Hang on. I know. Cause I, was, I, was trying, I was trying to keep it in. It was a longer sentence ever. I was, I was talking for five minutes and you were just sitting there off screen, you know, having an absolute seizure. Okay, it's all gone. I thought you were having a stroke for a minute. (laughs) (sighs) So anyway. All right. Yeah. So you show information of a crime scene or you reveal information about the number of um, kind of, you know, bullet wounds and the P300 brainwave lights up and you, it wouldn't light up if you didn't know that information. So that's kind of an interesting little new type of lie detector. Yeah, it seems much more reliable. Yeah. Apparently it's not. Yeah, not credible yet, but the guy who who uh, is getting money from developing it is pretty confident in it. Yeah, who <laughs> <laughs> would have thought? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that's all, folks. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I've got nothing in my kit bag. What about yourself? Nah, the uh, the kit bag is empty. Um, thank you very much for listening. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>